0: Prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. Speaking with Dr. Kevin Willis in our segment, it's all mental. He's a sports psychologist and mental coach. As we continue through his book, Grit, Grind, and Mind, Chapter Three, we're discussing perception. In the subtopic we're discussing, this one is examining motivations. Dr. Willis, this is an area that I'm also like extremely interested in, not just from like from a personal standpoint, but trying to evaluate somebody else's motivations, particularly like in, you know, Brad and mine circumstance where these aren't players that we see every day. They're not part of our communities. So we're having to dig deep into them and watch, you know, observe them, try to have, you know, we have conversations with them, just trying to dig up all these different, you know, little tidbits about this player to understand what their motivations are. And honestly, it's exceptionally difficult. Talk about, you know, from a clinical standpoint of what you do about how, you know, you help them examine their own personal motivations versus obviously what's going on around them, because that can sometimes impact how like what their motivations are.
1: Yeah, I think the motivation is is huge. I call it drive, right? I think it's your drive to pursue this this tough sport, right? Which which anybody that's it's sort of experienced it it's it is a long, hard, tough journey. And so if you don't if you aren't motivated, and you know I talk about passion. Well, where, what is passion? How's that compared to motivation? Well, passion drives the motivation, but motivation drives the performance. It drives the activity, the behavior, right? The actions that you take to to achieve those things that you want. So, you know, simp- the, the simple um, sort of uh, breakout of motivation is internal and external, right? The external is the dollar, the dollar is driving me to do this, or, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to be the best player on the team. So I'm comparing myself to others. So it's sort of an external driver versus the internal driver, what we call intrinsic motivation. That's the one where all the power comes from. I do this because I love it. I do this, whether anybody is watching or not, I do this, you know, whether I'm, I'm the best player or not. I do this because I love it. And I think when I work with young people, my, my job is early is to get them just to recognize that there are you know motivation comes from two sources either outside or inside and it's the the volume you so to speak the the volume of motivation can impact um, your ability to be successful to be uh, consistent in your sport so I think, that's where I start. But then obviously, you know, there are so many facets of motivation. I, I, I could talk for hours on motivation, but it is the gas in the engine that makes everything go. Kevin, okay, well, we just had Pat Malloy on for a segment and his closing remarks on Mason McTavish were, this is a very driven player. And to, to me, that really matters. As a scout, one of the biggest things we look for in terms of mental makeup is off-ice drive. And the reason we look for it is because it is what is when you look back on drafts, the players that basically went above our expectations are always the most driven players because they're the ones that seem the most able to learn and adapt over the years to get to the NHL. Can you talk about the significance of drive and how it plays a role in, in not only the motivational process but the learning process? Well, I think motivation is, like I said, it is the driver. That's why I call it drive. If, if, if you ever read any of my stuff, I always talk about drive, drive, drive. it is motivation, right? That's what I'm talking about. But I think you're onto something when you talk about their their drive, their their drive to be able to stay the course, to do the hard things, and to never give up, right? there, There's also this aspect of drive and motivation that you have to be careful about. And that is, you know, you can become perfectionistic in your motivation. You can become driven to the point that nothing is ever good enough, right? So now we're starting to stray into areas where that that high drive could actually have negative effects on your performance, right? And that's one of the things I always try to get my guys to do is, you know, there there's this idea that there are right things and wrong things, good things and bad things and i try to get away from that because there are so many situations where all these things play out that i can't ever say that this is actually good or bad it's it's really comes down to is it working for you or is it working against you right so in a situation where somebody who's driven and and they 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 want to achieve they want to you know to reach their goals but because they're so driven that they never give themselves a break. They never let off the gas. If they ever stumble or if they ever struggle, then they push even harder, right? And and we know that sometimes you've got to let off the gas, right? Sometimes you've got to back off a little bit. So that motivation, it has to be in context with the situation. It has to be in context with sort of the overall sort of goals, right? The purpose of where I'm trying to go with this. But I love drive. Drive is a great indicator of of how far somebody can go, but it can also be a red flag. If I see that their drive is actually creating pressure, unnecessary pressure. Uh, and, and in my book, I talk a lot about undermotivated players and over-motivated players. There's actually pros and cons to both, right? Under-mo- under-motivated have a tendency to be sort of chill and more relaxed in pressure situations. They know they've got the skill and the ability to, to see it through, so they're not so tense. Over-motivated, sometimes they'll squeeze the stick and they, and they really get in their own heads when, when, you know, push comes to shove. So there's a lot to this, and I suspect that we'll sort of break out this idea of motivation in areas, uh, you know, when we talk further into uh, the book, but motivation, I think for you guys, it's really, what are they doing? What are they doing? You know, you can't tell me you're motivated. You have to show me you're motivated. And that goes back to what we talked about last week. Uh, it's really all in behavior. It's not about your words. It's about your actions.
0: Yeah. Kevin, I'm glad that you brought that up, the tendencies for over or under motivated players, because as I'm reading, as I'm listening to both of you and I'm reading through like the bullet points of over motivated um, and under motivated, it certainly applies in many cases to both Brad and I, you know, I think at times, Brad can speak to this as well. We can be a little bit obsessive about what we do and I've I've, as I'm reading through this, I like well um, with failure, blame self for not working hard enough. Responds to mistakes by overanalyzing, being over overtly critical. I guess when you're like so like passionate about something that you know maybe from our perspective that we can kind of go too far in being so motivated to do the best thing and not being able to take a break and stand back, not just a break for a minute or two, but actually take a break for a while, like maybe weeks or a yeah. month and being able to like yeah. step back and reassess what you're actually doing.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's funny. I, I, you know, some, I've got some friends that um, that are sports psychologists that surf. And so, you know, when you're surfing, you can't force it, right. The waves either there for you and you ride it or it's not, Um, Sometimes I just wish that, you know, folks could take that surfer mentality is it's just chill, right? Relax. Um, Because too much of of a good thing is too much, right? It it actually, it ends up being a bad thing. And again, I think don't, don't get caught up in the good, bad, don't get caught in the right, wrong, get focused on, is it working for me or not, Right, And then the only way you know that is you have to be able to check in with yourself, right? You have to be self-aware. You have to know who you are, what makes you tick, the things that make you go, the things that make you struggle. If you have an understanding of that, then you can, in any situation, you can recognize that, hey, this, this external motivation is really working for me right now. But what if it went away? What if it went away? Does that mean that everything just grinds to a halt? That's what I worry about young people, right? everything's coming from the outside. Would young people play hockey if they didn't get recognized, if they didn't get kudos, if they didn't get a dollar for every goal, right? I don't know. I, I don't know, but I certainly don't want to set up a situation where that's, you know, something that would come up. You know, the thing is, the thing about this game hockey, the, the reason I know that it is it is a it's a different game than a lot that, that are out there is that men's league, right? I see guys driving to the rink, their game doesn't start till 1230 or 1am 1 and they got to work the next day, but they're out there playing because they love this. That is internal motivation. That's intrinsic motivation. That's doing it because I love it. Um, yeah. And so if that passion isn't there, if that internal drive isn't there, it's hard to sort of surround them with those other things. But those other things work too, right? They yeah, do. Let's, absolutely. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's-
0: well, uh, once again, thank you very much for coming on our show. We really appreciate great insight from your book. Thank you, Dr. Willis. Uh, this has been another episode of Hockey Prospect Radio on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio, powered by Instat Hockey and Junior Prospect Hockey League and Fractal Hockey Consulting and Outside Edge Player Development. You can listen to the show on your favorite podcast network or YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at HP Radio and HockeyProspectRadio.com. Thank you to all our guests, and we will see you at the rink. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but altogether, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat